Yo, 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 what's up? What's going on, everyone? I'm your host, Ryan Allen, and welcome to the All In All Out podcast. I hope that every one of you who's listening to the sound of my voice is having a blessed day, a blessed beginning of your week, and that you will have a blessed rest of the work week and weekend. And just to get it out the way, please follow me on all my social media platforms. They'll be in the description below. And as always, I'm grateful and appreciative for all of you taking the time out of your day to listen to what I got to say. And with that being said, y'all, let's get the show popping. Let's get it started. Let me talk about a guy that's in the headlines recently and someone who's been in the headlines within the last handful of days in the basketball world. And that's Mr. James Harden. It's been reported that the 76ers have stopped trade talks, more so with the Clippers and potential other suitors. And that they expect him to arrive at the training camp coming soon. Well, James Harden don't like that too much. Recently, he went to a basketball camp, I believe, of sorts. May have been Adidas, but nevertheless, it was a basketball camp. And... He made some comments towards Daryl Morey. And for those who don't know Daryl Morey, he is the GM of the 76ers and someone who has had problems with James Harden in the past, at least behind closed doors. I don't recall if... He was the GM of the Rockets when James Harden was there. But there is history between James Harden and Daryl Morey. So here's a clip, an audio rather, of what James Harden had to say about Mr. Daryl Morey. Take a listen. He's a liar. And I would never be a part of an organization that hates more Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I would never be a part of an organization that hates more All right, that's what Mr. Harden said. That Daryl Morey is a liar, and that he'll never want to play with an organization like that anymore. I'm paraphrasing. I got a huge problem with this. And for those who have been a a fan or a supporter of this show for what's going to be almost two years coming in November, know my opinion on the current NBA landscape regarding these players. I'm a strong believer that these current players are very spoiled. They believe that they could run the league, run in amok. 
let the the prisoners run the asylum. But with James Harden specifically, let's look at his track record. All right. He started out in OKC. He got traded from there because OKC didn't want to pay $4 million in total. It was between Serge Ibaka and James Harden. They chose Serge Ibaka. Okay. Not his fault. He plays for the Rockets. Has the best seasons in his career with the Rockets. One season, he averaged 37 a game. Won an MVP one year. I believe the year that Steph Curry won the MVP, it wasn't the unanimous one. It was, I believe, Steph's first MVP. I would have voted for James Harden because... Dwight Howard, which was his second best player, was out for the majority of the season. And the Rockets, and James Harden was still able to lead the Rockets to the second seed, if I remember correctly. And he played great that entire season. But other than those handful of accomplishments, James Harden has never got to the NBA Finals. He's gone to the Western Conference Finals at least one time, and they blew the lead there. They were up three games to two. Now, you can say, oh, Chris Paul got hurt. Still, they had game six on their home court. And James Harden has been known to collapse in big, huge moments in the playoffs. Case in point, last season. The 76ers in the semifinals against the Boston Celtics. Game six in Philadelphia. I thought the Sixers would win, but I was not surprised when they ended up losing. When Jason Tatum went off in the fourth quarter and James Harden didn't show up, did not show up at all. Back Going back now in history... But the Rockets, he's played with Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Dwight Howard, all major stars, and most likely all of them will be Hall of Famers. And had beef, had conflict with all his co-stars. Even Russell Westbrook. Y'all may remember when... Westbrook got traded, and, oh, and technically John Wall. John Wall he played with, but I believe he he quit. Uh, I'll get to that. But the point is, he played with all these major stars, and it didn't work out. Even Russell Westbrook, his boy, there were talks about, oh, we, we went to high school together, or we played together in high school, whatever, which one it was. And yet it still didn't work out. And then James Harden just quit on the team. Y'all remember when he looked like he gained a bunch of weight and he just didn't care to the point where <laughs> he was still playing well for an average NBA player. And the Rockets at point were saying, hey, well, He's still playing good. We're not going to trade him. 
because we still have rights to his contract. And that's when James Harden was about to throw a huge fit. So they trade him to Brooklyn. A destination, one of his preferred destinations. He plays well during that stretch where it was, I believe, him and Kyrie. And he was balling us the point guard. Playing great. Me as a Nets fan, I'm ecstatic. And then they had that one playoff run where Kyrie got hurt, James Harden got hurt, but still played through injury. And the Nets still had an opportunity to win if Kevin Durant's foot wasn't on the line. Then he quits again at some point. He's, he's tired of Kyrie and his shenanigans with not getting the COVID shot. And at that time, if you didn't have the shot, you weren't allowed to play home games in Brooklyn, but you could play on the road. It, it, it was just inconsistent. And the Nets weren't doing well at all. So they essentially crawled back to Kyrie and said, hey, We'll accept you only playing road games. But they were fortunate enough that the Yankee season was coming up. Therefore, the mayor said, oh, no, you don't need a shot no more. What a coincidence in that. So then he got traded to the Sixers. That's the third team. Excuse me. That's the second team that he's very fortunate enough to get traded to, which was a preferred destination. I tell you, if I was the GM and I could send him to Sacramento or one of these nonchalant, not good teams, I would do that if I could get a good trade. Because this guy, James Harden, man, he, he very spoiled, very spoiled. So now he goes to the Sixers. He playing, he's playing with Joel Embiid. One of the best centers in the game. At least top two. You can make an argument between him and Nikola Jokic. He, Joel Embiid, and the Sixers, as I mentioned earlier, up three games to two on the Boston Celtics, and they choke it down. And now... There were reports that James Harden didn't want Doc Rivers as a coach, and Doc got fired. Glenn Rivers. (laughs) And now, he had requested a trade. He doesn't want to play in Philadelphia anymore. And there were reports that he wanted to play with the Clippers. I don't know what the negotiations were between the Clippers and the Sixers, But as I mentioned in the very beginning, talks have stopped and they plan on bringing Harden to training camp. And as you heard in the audio, James Harden has other plans and he doesn't plan on showing up. And I saw a post where it read that for every game that Harden misses, he'll be fined over $300,000. I'm not too sure about that, but I did see that on a credible page. 
my whole point is, my whole point in this discussion, why have I outlined his entire NBA career when it came from going from team to team to team? It just goes to show, ladies and gentlemen, how spoiled, rotten these NBA players are. Yes, I've said it before. You have the right to ask for a trade. I'm a big believer of if you truly don't want to be there anymore, you need to make it known. Now, of course, with different types of jobs where one job is contractual regarding the years you sign to commit to the organization or jobs such as retail sales where there's no contractual obligation. But usually in the case of retail or sales, if you still want to work with the organization, the company, in comparison to the NBA, if you still want to play in the NBA for retailers and sales jobs, if you still want to work for the organization, you could request for a transfer. In the NBA, you can request for a trade. And again, you have that right. If you don't want to be in that environment anymore, it's in your right to request for a trade or a transfer. Case of point, when I had the situation go down in one of my old jobs, I requested for a transfer to a different location because I still wanted to work at the company. But I did not want to work at that specific location because of the toxicity of my colleagues. But that request was not granted. So it's, I could have done what James Harden is doing right now, saying, oh, this person's a liar, which they were. And I'm never going to work at that location again. No. And again, apples and oranges. He has a contract. I didn't have a contract. But the comparison I'm making is making the choice to still work for the organization. And with that comparison... If I still wanted to work with the organization, which I did, and I didn't get the request re approved for a transfer, as long as I made the choice to continue to be an employee for the company, I still have a duty to my employer and the colleagues on that at that location to still give my all. At the very least, perform the responsibilities that are, were given to me when I first started at the job and potential more duties if I got promoted or not.
Same goes for James Harden. Homie, you are under a contract. Regardless if you don't want to play there anymore. It's like Ben Simmons all over again. I, I, I tell you. I was telling one of my brothers at a church that I'm going at right now. Now, I feel for the Sixers, man, because they they had a bad stretch ever since that Joe, Joe ever since Joel Embiid got drafted. It may even been before that with Jaleel Okafor. I don't remember who got drafted first. But you look at Jaleel Okafor. That didn't work out. Joel Embiid missed two years. Markel Fultz. I, I don't know what happened to him, but he's been playing well in Orlando. Very happy for him. Ben Simmons missed a year. And look how his career ended up now. James Harden. Look how he's going about things. He just stretch after stretch after stretch for the Sixers. Oh, and the process. Don't, can't forget about that. Trust the process. But to go back to James Harden. Harden, you are under a contract. You are obligated to show up to work and perform to the best of your ability. You are obligated to show up and do your job, which is to play basketball. You're still getting paid. But I, I, I don't understand these players. They're like, I don't want to play. Oh, I got, I got offended with ben, ben Simmons. I got offended when my coach called me out. My, my teammate, Joel Embiid, called me out when he, he was asked a question. Oh, what do you think was the turning point in the game? Oh, when, when we passed up a wide open layup and made one or two free throws. It happened. It's, that's a fact. And you're going to get offended because your teammates, your, your teammate and your coach essentially called you out and questioned your ability? When, when I believe Doc Rivers was asked, do you believe you could win with Ben Simmons? And he said, I don't know. He was being honest. Because at that point, when, when people were questioning him, about sending Ben Simmons in the fourth quarter because he's not a good shooter, let alone good free throw shooter, Doc Rivers made the statement, you don't know basketball. And he got to a point, I believe, where he said, man, I, 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 it's not wise to continue to, to defend this guy when he's doing stupidity like he did passing up the wide open layup. It's just, why have we gone so soft as a society where when people actually is telling us the truth, how about taking that constructive criticism and use it to get better? You know, I remember in seventh grade, this coach, his name was Coach O'Connell, and he trained me one day. For, with my basketball handles. And he, he, it was a tough training session. 
And I admit I didn't want to go back. And I ended not ended up not going back. And when I think about that moment, and I haven't thought about it for years until now, literally. I wish I would have just taken the constructive criticism and just done the work. But I was a real late bloomer when it comes to developing basketball handles like an actual combo guard, point guard or shooting guard. And that was back in seventh grade. I I didn't develop basketball handles truly until my junior year in high school. Really getting it down packed my senior senior year in high school to where dudes were not able to take the ball away from me and I was dribbling with my head up consistently, be able to make all the point guard passes and whatnot. But you got to take the constructive criticism and not be offended by it. You got to be able to do it. Because how you expect to get better in life if you're not able to take humbly the criticism, good or bad, right? Not everything in life that is a passion of ours, we're going to be good at immediately, even with this platform. In the beginning, there were things that I could have done better and I should have done better. But as I've practiced, done more and more episodes, I've gotten better. And I've improved. And I've listened to the advice of other people who have been in my shoes. Because why you got to humble yourself. You got to be willing and wanting to learn to do better. And stop running away like James Harden. Ran away from Houston. Ran away from Brooklyn. Is now attempting to run away with the Sixers. Dude, you're still getting paid. You're still getting your money. I I believe he's at a point where he doesn't care about championships. Because this dude has played with some great players. Chris Paul. Russell Westbrook. Dwight Howard, which I I question Dwight Howard, but he still led his team to the final, so he was a great player. Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. I mean, you couldn't get better opportunities and better luxuries playing with that talent than James Harden has. He's been very fortunate, and he quit on all of them. All of them. When you request a trade, you're quitting on your team. Now, if, if there's that rare case where, A, I got a family emergency, I know I'd rather be traded back home. Say I, I, I live in New York. I'd rather get traded to, to the Knicks or to Brooklyn. Okay. I understand that, but how often does that happen? I'm just looking at it from all perspectives, or every perspective I could think of. But James Harden, dude, humble yourself. You, you didn't need to do that. You, you didn't need to 
blatantly call out the GM like that. And if you're going to call a man a liar, you should have the manlyhood to at least give one example on how he's a liar. It's like with DeMarcus Cousins when he was with Sacramento and George Carl was the coach. And he went on Twitter and he used the, the grass emoji and the snake emoji, which he, he used as a metaphor to, to say snake in the grass. You're calling the man a snake in the grass. Why is he a snake in the grass? That's what's wrong with these players. You, you, listen, if anybody is going to call me a liar or say something negative about me, I want proof. I want an example of how I'm this negative person. Give it to me. So James Harden, you are wrong. You are spoiled. You should be embarrassed. You are not professional. And quite, quite frankly, if it wasn't for these greedy NBA owners which will probably trade for you in some way, shape, or form. All it takes is one owner. That's all it takes. And for people like James Harden, people like Russell Westbrook, they usually trade for these players for the star attraction, to sell tickets. Uh, this, is, this is why I don't like the current NBA. This is why I don't watch it as often as I used to back in the day. With the, the Kobe Bryants, the, the Kevin Garnett's, even LeBron James when he was in Miami. That era, Dirk Nowinski. Because these players are just spoiled rotten. They feel that, from my perspective, they, they, they make all this money and feel they, they could do whatever they want. And I, a big part, I blame Adam Silver because he doesn't lay down the law on these players for resting. Look at Jason Tatum. He took a game off against Orlando, the Orlando Magic, because of his son's birthday. Like, are you kidding me? Like, there'll be many more birthdays, Lord willing, to see your son. And again, it's part of your job to play basketball for only 82 games minimal. And then you have three to four months off to do whatever you want. Are you for real? It's just despicable. But James Harden, you likely won't hear this. I hope you do. Humble yourself. Be professional, man, and stop running away. You're still going to get paid. You're still getting your cash, and you're set for life. If you're going to continue this trend, you might as well retire from the NBA and go play in some rec league. Because what you did to the Rockets, what you did to the Nets, and what you're doing to the Sixers is wrong. It's wrong. They don't owe you nothing except to pay you for your services to that contract that both parties agreed to.
And I hope that the Sixers, if, if James Harden decides not to show up, they find him for every single day he doesn't show up. Some team has to do it. These owners need to take back their power truly. I don't care how much talent you are. You're still the employee at the end of the day. And you play for that owner. Yes, you play for the fans, but you're playing for that owner. And the owner sees you're not doing what you're supposed to do. He has every right to cut you and trade you when he wants to, how he wants to. So I'm going to leave it at that. James Harden, get yourself together. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, stay blessed and stay well balanced. Thank you.